welcome to Leo Roundtable. Uh, my name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about law enforcement issues and the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce the panel. Guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show, uh, we have attorney and former federal prosecutor, Ward Mythaller, and also all retired this evening. We have Chief John Newman. Uh, we have Lieutenant Bob Kroll, uh, Corporal David D. Gresta, Officer uh, and Instagram sensation, uh, Ashley Smith, yes. And we have producer Will Stature, and we're gonna be joined uh, shortly uh, by another Lieutenant. You probably have heard of him, Randy Sutton from uh, Las Vegas Metro. Um, so uh, thanks guys for being on the show. Uh, appreciate you all helping make this thing happen. Uh, a uh, shout out to our sponsors. Um, and uh, we've got a good list. Uh, we've got Galls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TACTOTE.com, uh, and we are powered by Bang Energy. We got a video coming up. It's on Police Tribune. I've got three Texas cops that are shot when a gunman opens fire in a neighborhood. So um, we've got authorities released this body cam video of an ambush shooting of three uh, Haltom City police officers, and I might not have got the name correctly, but uh, it was on Saturday. And this happened by a gunman who had already shot three people. So this incident occurred about 6.45 p.m. on July the 2nd. And actually, uh, David, thanks for sending me a list of, uh, of your, your favorites uh, for the show. I stacked those. I think the four that I think you sent me four, they're in order. So an elderly neighbor calls 911, and, uh, but then is shot before the police actually arrive. Surveillance video from the neighbor's security cameras. They show responding officers arrive on the scene, walking down the street towards the house. So when three officers step foot on the edge of the driveway, the suspect inside the home, he opens fire on them. So the video shows all three officers end up getting shot. Um, so the cops return fire, uh, but two of the wounded officers immediately fall to the ground. And you can see this all in video. The third officer appears to try to take cover behind a uh, vehicle in the driveway, but for he ends up getting gunned down. So other officers arrive on the scene quickly, and these guys are carrying long guns. So the uh, gunman had a military-style rifle and a handgun. He fired hundreds of rounds at homes on his street and at responding officers. Commercial break. We'll be right back. You know, no matter how much you know about guns and ammunition, there's that knowledge gap that leaves you confused and missing the complete picture. GunLearn.com, they've taken the confusion out of learning and they've made it easy. GunLearn.com, it's the first and only company to offer a step-by-step -step program that takes you from your present knowledge level to become a safe, accurate, and competent certified firearm specialist. Now, they provide citations for federal law and ATF rulings for every point taught to ensure accuracy, and their training is approved by major forensic organizations, law enforcement agencies, and firearm manufacturers. Since 1996, they've taught everything that Leos need to know about firearms and ammunition to all facets of law enforcement. Now, you can start today with online training or register to attend a live seminar. You can also get free training for yourself and the staff at your uh, agency by hosting a seminar at no cost. So come aboard as one of the most firearm knowledgeable people in the world by joining the folks at gunlearn.com. Welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Show. Producer Will, thank you as always. You know, uh, Will loves it when he catches me like that in a mistake. So uh, um, so our bad guy's got a military-style rifle and a handgun. He's fired hundreds of rounds. He's identified as Edward Freeman, uh, 28 years old. He fled the area and was found dead about a mile away 
from what police suspect was a self-inflicted gun wound. Um, officers entered the home that Freeman had been shooting from and found a man and a woman both dead inside. Uh, so that's the story. Really a wild video, uh, and we'll um, you know have that up this week in our segment of videos. Uh, but uh, comments on that, guys? Anybody want to start us off, David? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say these are my favorites. Uh, that's that makes it sound kind of horrible. Um, this this was the same uh, the same kind of scenario of, of a story that we covered a show or two ago with the cops going to take some guns away from a domestic violence thing or something like that, where the guy was waiting for him to show up and shot him as soon as they came up the driveway. Another video that that we had, I think, um, just the similarities to, to that other story was just frightening. Um, uh, again, these cops were responding supposedly to shots fired, some sort of a shots fired call. But as soon as they got in the open, as soon as they cleared that last car or that tree, he was literally waiting for them to step into, into space before the uh, bad guy started to shoot. Um, he ended up where he needed to be. Uh, I think the cops, in this case, most of the wounds were not life-threatening. I think they're all okay as well, which is a good thing. So um, again, just one of those situations where you look at it, and you kind of say, geez, what are, what are, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to send a drone from, you know, two blocks away to come look, to go look first. I mean, that's about your only option at this point. This is a tough one to, uh, to watch. Thanks. All too true. Anybody else guys on this one? And if not, we'll move on to the next video. Ashley, go ahead. Um, for us, I think the same way, like I would agree with David, everyone just needs to kind of slow down, assess the situation, potentially that would, for us, would be considered a barricaded gunman all day. If you have shots fired, if she called the 911 that her family's being killed, um, just slowing down, sending a team in, um, and, and just doing the hostage negotiation or the phone call would occur, maybe that could have, you know, potentially stopped that whole thing from occurring. Thanks, Ashley. All the way from New York. Yes, Ashley. Uh, we've got uh, on, on uh, I think it's on YouTube, we have Sergeant George uh, posting that Ward Mythowler should have a copy of the Miranda warnings as a wall hanger behind him. So I don't know if, that, if that's just a, you know, a fan favorite suggestion or what, but I thought that was pretty cool. You know, Ward's got his little fan base going there. So uh, if there's nobody else, uh, don't worry, Randy, you, you're just still bigger, a bigger fan base. Don't worry. So um, let's move on to our next video. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, YouTube. This is Butter. Um, and uh, I shouldn't say YouTube because really his best content is on Rumble now. So we've uh, uh, this is Butter has moved to Rumble and we're on Rumble. So Rumble's a great platform. So the suspect fatally shot uh, by Saranac Lake officers, hopefully got the name right when lunging at them with a knife. What's up? They assaulted me. They trespassed on my property. Okay, where's uh, where's the knife? I can't give you that. Okay, I need you to take it out of your pocket and give it to me I right can't now. Do that, sir. I need you to take the knife out of your pocket. It's my property, sir. I need you to take the knife I out of your pocket. I will be careful with it. Yeah, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Oh So we got officials have released this body cam footage of a man shot fatally by police outside Stewart shop on the lake. So uh, Joshua 
DeMiguel uh, Covada. He's 33 years old. It was shot after lunging at a female police officer with a knife on July the 1st. Now, there's some uh, there's some uh, dramatics here with her reaction to the guy charging with a knife. But the footage taken from the body cam of, uh, I guess, Saranac Lake police officer Gabrielle Beebe shows Beebe and her partner approach Cavada, or bad guy, outside the Stewart shop after they responded to a reported stabbing. Um, so remember, they're going to a reported stabbing. So the guy's got some kind of a, an edge weapon. So BB, our cop, repeatedly asked the bad guy, Cavada, to hand over a knife. So our bad guy refuses before saying, I would be careful what you wish for, as he then rushes her and causes her the stumble, stumble and she falls down. So Officer Aaron Charlow says that he shot Cavada two times in the chest during the attack while he's attacking the female on the, you know, on the ground. Cavada was later pronounced dead. Um a uh, a humbling and and wild video. So uh, David, yeah, this would be a favorite if I needed to grind a couple of molars down. Um, <laughs> what a you know, and where's Brett when you need him? I mean, constantly saying don't say. And the bad guy's the one that said, "Really, you really want it? Okay, well here it comes." I mean, show um, me your hands. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Be careful what you wish. And on the wish, he was moving, and she was caught flat-footed. And all she could do was fall to the ground and scream like a small girl, which disgusted me to no end, um, at, to the point where I would be having a hard look at my career choices if I was you, sweetie. Um, sorry about that, Ashley. Uh, the, the, uh, her life it was completely in the hands of her partner, her backup that was behind her. All I can say, and, and, and I will, I will one 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 caveat if if and i've said this before too if her and her backup had had a conversation and she said listen i'm going to approach this guy you stand back with your pistol at the ready if he moves smoke him and that was their plan okay i don't know what the screaming was about then but okay i'll, I'll go with that but that wasn't the plan she walked up completely unprepared completely unaware um, her nails were nice though. I'll give her that. They were well manicured, nice polish. It was beautiful, but she fell to the ground and screamed and then had enough, barely enough composure to jump up and draw her weapon and point at the guy on the ground. who would already been shot twice by her partner who was standing next to the guy, just kind of looking down at him going, yeah, I, I got this. Don't worry about it. I, I got this. And, and then she, she still was so frazzled by the whole incident they had to take her to the ambulance to sit her down and and you know fan her to get off get off the vapors but what an absolutely perfect example of being absolutely unprepared and saying the absolute wrong things doing the wrong approach and getting the exact results that we would expect well um L lieutenant bob and then chief john and we've got about um well you know we've, we're going to be going to go on the 745 and that'll be the end of the first half of the show so we'll end that half of the show on whatever topic that we're talking about at the time, and we'll pick up a new topic for the second half. Uh, but go ahead, Lieutenant. How do I top what David said? Boy, I'm going to sound like the calm, cool, collected, reasonable one here, which is really out of character for me. Um, how do you go up to a person with a knife call and, and without your gun off, ready to go to start with? And then second, you're going to ask him to hand you the knife. How about <laughs> turn around, put your hands up against the wall? Let's start there with a position of control. Uh, she's very lucky she had a, a stone cold uh, 
partner because he he was calm, cool, and collected after he shot the guy. She's like, "Where'd you hit him?" Yeah, twice in the chest. And uh, she's freaking out on the ground, catatonic. It was crazy. She's lucky she got a good partner, and uh, I second the hard opinion on what career you're in. Uh, that's how you yeah. handle a person with a knife call. Thank you. All right, Chief John, why don't you uh, take us to uh, 745? Well, be honest with you, I didn't look at the video right away, but the audio was playing. So I thought, you know, Ron McMullen was doing a oh, cameo. The screaming, yeah. <laughs> the screaming just sounded like a fat kid chasing an ice cream truck. But even before she walks up to it, she puts herself in, she puts herself in a limited area. She has a car to the left and a car to the right, right? I, I'm like, well, okay, we're walking up on a guy with a knife between two cars. This is not going to go well, right? So, you know, you, yeah, the, you could talk about the guy saying you could be careful what you wish for, but getting out of the car, just not thinking about situational awareness, not where she was in, you know, in case she had a run like hell. And it started off bad and it just got a lot worse. You know, partner took care of business. That's what partners are for. I'm glad he was he was on his game. But um, yeah, it was really difficult to watch. Obviously, this is one of those things that you might want to show those folks in recruitment and onboarding and say, hey, look, this might not be your occupation. Let me show you why. But it was hard to watch from the second she got out of her car because I just didn't, she paid no attention to some basic, basic fundamentals that are supposed to keep her safe in this line of work. Wow. Uh, the truth, the truth hurts sometimes, but good, uh, good comments, guys. Um, let's see, we've got less than a minute. So what I'm going to do is I've got an update. I'm kind of skipping over some other stories, but I'm Police Tribune. And I know David will love this. Starbucks is shutting down 16 stores. That's one six. They say that they are, quote, unsafe to continue to operate, unquote. So uh, we've got... Um, these are major cities in, on both coasts, citing safety concerns for their employees. They declined to cite specific instances that led to the closures. Uh, but here's a quote saying that uh, you're seeing firsthand the challenges facing our communities, personal safety, racism, lack of access to health care, a growing mental health crisis, rising drug use and more. And this was Starbucks senior vice presidents of U.S. operations, Debbie Stroud and Denise Nelson. They wrote this in a letter to the employees announcing the closure. So where are these stores at? I mean, are these uh, conservatively run? Um, low crime areas. No, they're uh, they're Los Angeles, and uh, they've got uh, six locations in and around Seattle. One in Philadelphia, and I know I'm running over time here. One in Union Station in Washington D.C. So that's what the Washington Post uh, said. So look, that, uh, that's that's are, called putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Corporal. Thanks to the panelists for making this a great show. Uh, appreciate having uh, uh, Lieutenant Bob Kroll and Officer Ashley Smith on the show again. Uh, and don't forget about the Wounded Blue uh, for support them. And also a shout out to MVS for supporting the show. Thanks so much, uh, Mike, for uh, for doing that. Also, our sponsors, Gulls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, and Bang Energy. Thank you for the fuel. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.